Hi, everyone. Welcome to the Discerning Daughters podcast, where sisters in Christ discuss the Word of God together and how its principles apply to our lives today. I'm Rachel, and I'm so excited to learn together. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. This week's episode is about clothes. Modesty was a topic that was suggested to me, so I hope to cover some scriptural principles for us to consider before we get dressed. As always, if you have any other episode ideas, please let me know. My goal in prayer for this podcast is that it is helpful to you guys. It would probably also be a good time to mention my disclaimer. This podcast is intended for women who accept scripture as the holy inspired word of God and use it to guide their lives. If that's not you, then you will most likely disagree with everything I'm about to say. If that is you, I hope you prayerfully consider and discern with me. Now, I could really do multiple episodes on clothes, their background, their purpose, the spiritual significance of them, etc. There's quite a number of directions we can take. But for today, we'll concentrate on our attitude towards how we clothe ourselves and how our clothes can affect others. I'd like to begin by reading 1 Peter 5, verse 5. Clothe yourselves, all of you, with humility toward one another. For God opposes the proud but gives grace to the humble. Let's talk about pride. I don't have to tell you that the world is very prideful about the outward appearance and clothes. It is a huge marketing and money-making industry. We also find ourselves at an interesting point in time where dress codes are being questioned in schools and workplaces because of the prevalent thought, I can do what I want, you can do what you want, but don't you dare tell me what to do. But this mindset actually comes from a place of pride, which as that verse in 1 Peter 5 says, God opposes. So what does this mean for us as believers? There are actually some verses that shed light on what we, as women of Christ, should wear. 1 Timothy 2, 9 and 10 says, Likewise, also that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel, with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire, but that what is proper for women who profess godliness, with good works. Or again, in 1 Peter, it instructs that women be more concerned with their internal adorning over their external. These verses show us that our good works should be what we are known for and that our hearts are what matter, not our good fashion. Christ tells us not to worry or be anxious about what we wear. And he also tells us where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. So there's definitely room for sin in regards to clothing. If we begin to covet it and be more concerned with our outward appearances, then perhaps by what we are putting on inwardly, which I will get into later. In addition to maybe being prideful about how stylish we are, the opposite can also be true. We can be prideful in the seemingly godliness of our clothing if we believe what we are wearing makes us more righteous than others. The scribes did this and Jesus condemned them in Luke 20. And in Matthew 23, he says, Woe to you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites, for you are like whitewashed tombs which outwardly appear beautiful, but within are full of dead people's bones and all uncleanness. So you also outwardly appear righteous to others, but within you are full of hypocrisy and lawlessness. So depending on our attitudes, there are actually dangers of pride in what we wear from both extremes. 
In addition to being prideful or caring too much about our clothes, we can also perhaps not give them enough thought, meaning we could wear clothes ignorantly and not understand how they affect others. This doesn't just mean in regards to lust, because just as if we are wearing clothes that show too much or too little, could be distracting to someone struggling with lust. Maybe also if we are wearing expensive designer clothes, it could be a distraction to someone who cannot afford them and maybe even cause them to covet. But I'd like to talk a little bit more about lust. If we are esteeming our brother better than ourselves, we should consider if what we are wearing could lead them to temptation. To be completely honest, lust was something that I was ignorant of before having very open and honest conversations with brothers. Growing up, I did not understand how men's minds are wired and how difficult sexual temptation can be sometimes for them to overcome, especially when it is so prevalent in the media and advertising and really anywhere we look and everywhere we go. Now we know that Jeremiah says the heart is desperately, desperately wicked and Christ says that a man who looks on a woman, implying with lust, has already committed adultery with her in the heart. So, of course, a woman could be completely covered, dressed completely appropriately, and a man could still sin. But let's not use this as an excuse to do and wear whatever we want. If we can do something to help our brother avoid sin, shouldn't we just do it? Maybe we feel we have the right to wear something or not wear something. But if we're being honest with ourselves, that is also coming from a place of pride. In regards to food offered to idols, Paul says he would never eat meat if it causes his brother to stumble. He expounds further in Romans 14 when he says, For if your brother is grieved by what you eat, you are no longer walking in love. By what you eat, do not destroy the one for whom Christ died. Do our clothes matter so much that we are willing to destroy the one for whom Christ died? Paul says that means we are no longer walking in love. Romans 13 says, But put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. So what should we do if our sister may be wearing something? Or what if we are that sister and are approached by someone for something we have on? For this, I will share an embarrassing and very cringy story from my youth. Now, I was maybe 12 or 13 at the time, and I inadvertently bought a pair of sweatpants that had something written across the butt. Those were really popular in the early 2000s. Now, that's not necessarily the cringy part. The pants said bootylicious across the bottom. <laughs> I didn't know they had said that when I bought them, but when I realized, I figured they were just cozy sweatpants and I didn't care too much. I wouldn't wear them out. Now, upon leaving one of my first CYC weekends, I changed into said sweatpants prior to the drive home, again, not really thinking about it. Before leaving, a sister pulled me aside and gesturing towards my pants asked me, do you really think those are appropriate? That's all she said. As a young teen, I was embarrassed and ashamed immediately. And what was my natural response? Anger. I was about to leave anyway, but I remember sharing this little detail with a bunch of my girlfriends with eyes rolled, mean old aunt, blah, blah, blah. Reflecting on this story now, this sister honestly did everything right. 
wearing sweatpants that say bootylicious were definitely not the best choice for a CYC weekend, and she addressed it perfectly using the Matthew 18 approach, talking to me directly face-to-face. She didn't yell at me in front of everyone. She didn't go around to the other aunties and get a group going against my pants. She pulled me aside and simply asked me. This is my suggestion to you if you feel the need to address the way someone is clothed or really anything that may be a stumbling block. Directly, face-to-face, and with love. Of course, it is best if it also be someone you already know and have a relationship with. You do not need to go back to all the other girls and gossip about someone's clothes or rally support that agrees with you. Go to the person directly or don't go at all. On the inverse, if someone approaches you, esteem them better than yourself with humility. You may feel embarrassed. Your natural reaction may lead to anger and seeking support from others. But I challenge you to just let it go. Change if you're able and say a Nehemiah's prayer in the moment. God, please help me to accept what this person has to say with love for them and you. Help me not to resent them in my heart. Amen. Because after God, there is no need to involve anyone else. Perhaps during this episode, you've been thinking about the verse in Samuel that tells us man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks on the heart. So does that mean that it doesn't matter what we wear? Was this a waste of our time? I think it does matter. And as I've shared, it matters because it can affect our brothers and sisters and even those in the world among us, among whom we are supposed to be shining as lights. And as we're commanded in Galatians 5, For you were called to freedom, brothers. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for the flesh, but through love serve one another. For the whole law is fulfilled in one word. You shall love the neighbor, your neighbor as yourself. But if you bite and devour one another, watch out that you are not consumed by one another. Sorry, my dog's just walking by if you hear. <laughs> Anyway, I mentioned the verse in Romans earlier that says, put on Christ, as well as the verse in 1 Peter that tells us to clothe ourselves with humility. We should have a Christ-like approach to clothing in regards to modesty, considering, there she comes again, (laughs) considering those around us with humility above ourselves. But I cannot do an episode about clothes without mentioning the passage in Colossians that instructs us on what we should really be focused on putting on. Put on then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other, As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. So why make an effort to put on the traits from Colossians 3? Or why take time to think about our own clothes and how they might be affecting those around us? Because as baptized believers into Christ, we have the hope of being clothed in the garments of salvation. Revelation says, He who overcomes will thus be clothed in white garments. And I will not erase his name from the book of life. And I will confess his name before my father and before his angels. These pure white garments 
are the only ones we should be concerned about. So that wraps up today's episode. In summary, there's a danger of pride in caring too much about clothes. Whether because we care too much of their worldly value or because we believe our clothes somehow make us more righteous than others. Our clothes can also cause others to stumble if we do not consider them enough. There are correct and incorrect ways to deal with offenders, but the most important clothes we should be worried about are the garments of salvation to come and the traits we need to put on now in order to show our faith and love for God. Let those traits, those clothes, be what we are concentrating on putting on every morning. I hope these principles and verses I shared with you help you in discerning what to clothe yourself in. As always, please send me further thoughts, verses to consider, questions, or even disagreements because as I said before, I want this podcast to be interactive. God willing, we have some more guest hosts and interviews cooking for the future, so stay tuned. God bless. Do you have a question or comment about today's episode? Send me an email at discerningdaughters at gmail.com. I also really encourage you to send me topics that you think would be helpful for women to listen to. Thanks again. Thanks again.